<clears throat> Daikaiju Network commentary of 2014's Godzilla and Google is not your friend. I am your co-host, Kent, and with me is a very special guest here, my son, Lincoln. Say hi, Lincoln. And all of a sudden, we're getting shy. I'm not going to say hi. <laughs> all right. Well, and with me is your other co-host, Jason. How's it going, everyone? So unfortunately, uh, no live shows, at least for the time being, but if you've always listened to us on the audio uh, format anyways, it's not a big deal for you. So um, here we are. Eventually, this will be going to YouTube, but as of right now, yes, we won't be doing things live for the time being. Yeah, you're not going to get to see our pretty faces for a bit. (laughs) Um, But... um, we're discussing 2014's Godzilla, a film that I've always believed has been underappreciated by the fandom. And this is a movie that I've been dying to see again uh, since after seeing uh, King of the Monsters here month, month and a half ago. And uh, part of it is just because, well, you know, that's the sequel to this and it had been a while since I had last seen this movie. And um, at the same time, it got me thinking, and I'll just go ahead and say it now, I guess. As much as I love King of the Monsters, you know, it is a very entertaining film. I always thought that from a story and character aspect, it was uh, very inferior uh, when compared to this film. I really thought that this film uh, did a significantly better job in telling not just a a more interesting story, but it executed it better. Uh, The characters were slightly more interesting here. I understand that some people will highly disagree with me on that, but I think if you continue to watch the movie – uh, the 2014 one, that is. And if you compare it with 2019, uh, I, I think you will definitely see what I mean. Um, but at the same time, too, in terms of the shots and the buildup and the anticipation, um, I, I think it's so beautifully done right. uh, in this film. It's one of the few movies that, uh, you know, the, the the anticipation build is so wonderful. And, and anybody who was around in 2014 and, you know, listened to us uh, on our original review of that uh, knows exactly what I was talking about. Because I was saying when I first saw the film, and I saw this three times in theaters, but when I first saw this movie, I didn't really know what to think of it. Um, and then it wasn't until I saw it a second and then a third time that I really appreciated what Gareth Edwards and his crew uh, were doing here with this movie. And I, I've always said this is definitely one of my absolute favorite Godzilla films. Um, again, I just think it's it's beautifully done. I, I'm close to calling it a masterpiece uh, because it's shot so well. You get more of the human angle with the movie. It's just it's beautifully done. But anyway, uh, Jason, is there anything you wanted to say before we get going here? Yeah, and to add on to what you've been saying about this film, it also gives me that reminiscence of what the 1954 uh, film was doing. It was It's mainly focused on the human characters, but also uh, gave us uh, like things that have been going what's going on with the uh, the natural destruction of uh, Godzilla wreaking havoc in the 1954 film whereas in this one you get to see the like almost the same thing as that film but get to see it with Godzilla fight another monster or just like an, uh, another more of a natural disaster with this one 
more so with the 1954 film. And it's, and like what you said there, uh, Kent, that is one of those underappreciated films. And you just don't really hear that much of this film being talked about amongst the fan, the whole fandom, uh, to say the least. And yeah, it's, it's one of the better kaiju films. If I had to compare it with the, the Heisei version of the Gamer uh, series there, I would say this film is much better compared to those three Gamer films uh, com combined, in my opinion. Yeah, um, you probably are, are getting a lot of people raising their eyebrows <laughs> like, how, how crazy is this guy? I, I will say that... Like um, I said, it's just my some, opinion. Yeah, and I have to say that and I guess I never really thought about it, but if I'm being put on the spot and being asked, okay, well, you know, what would you prefer in terms of just preference? Not what do you think is better? I would say I prefer this movie over the, the Gamera trilogy. But then if I were asked, okay, well, what do you think is better, the Gamera trilogy or this movie? And I'm like, I, I, I would say this. I don't think it can really be compared until you get the Godzilla versus Kong next year, and therefore you have a trilogy right. versus a trilogy. You can't compare one movie with a trilogy. Um, you can compare this with the individual films in that trilogy, but you can't compare this with the trilogy as a whole. So, um, but yeah, Lincoln, have you seen this movie before? Uh, no, I don't know. The answer to that is no. You have not seen this movie before. Are you excited? Yeah. Can you speak a little louder? Yeah. What's that noise outside? <laughs> it's just outside <laughs> side noises. <laughs> All right, you getting you 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 ready to start watching, bud? Yeah. Okay, so I'm watching the DVD version of the film. I'm at the menu. Uh, it's on play. And Same so here. And I've got you're... the uh, and I've got the Blu-ray version. Yep. And so if you're unfamiliar with how we start this, I'm going to count down. I'm going to go three, two, one, go. And when I say go, we select the play button. So here we go. Three, two, one, go. FBI pro-piracy, I mean anti-piracy. <laughs> piracy. Homeland Security or IPR Center. Piracy is a victim victimless crime. Motion picture has been rated R. I thought it was in. Shoot, I think I have Event Horizon in here. <laughs> That's what we're doing, Kyle. Yep. What do you think so far as we see the Warner Brothers sign? Well, I don't know. Well, that's probably the best opinion to have right now. <laughs> You know, it's somewhat strange just seeing the regular uh, logo intros for these two studios, whereas in the sequel that they made them more customized. Yeah, that's just kind of the thing anymore. I think a lot of that started with, um, and I could be wrong, but I remember definitely seeing, you know, those logos and stuff change going back to... Um, uh, I think it was 95's Godzilla's Forever. I mean, oh, Batman 
in forever. <laughs> well, I know that Universal has done that quite a bit. Yeah, especially I, I, with my, their whole logo. at this point has been uh, yeah. the um, uh, the Batman logos too. Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, at least off the top of my head at this very moment. Yeah, we're we're getting a little bit off topic here. So uh, yeah. as of right now, we're going to start a Batman podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good with this. But um, yeah, we're getting the uh, uh, title screen here of... Everyone I like what they're involved. doing with the credits here. They're they're um, redacting, you know, just random portions next to uh, some of the credits here. Yeah, I like it how I, it's like they actually have continued this sort of uh, title screen with the other films. I'm not entirely yeah. sure if they did that with Con Skull Island. I haven't seen that film in about a couple of years. But, uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that. I think the last time I saw it was last summer when it was on uh, HBO. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it since it was in theaters, to be honest. Oh, wow. Even though I've got the film, but I just haven't had the chance to watch it yet. I really do enjoy it, but it, it is different. I think part of it for me is the aesthetic. I'm not a huge fan of like the 70s decade from an aesthetic standpoint. I think but with the way that... I think I'd love. I think with the way that that film was shot and everything, I think it uh, fits fairly well with it. Oh, it does. Yes, it's just personal taste with me. Like I always have had issues. It's hard for me to watch a lot of seventies films just because the hairstyle was awful, the clothes were awful, the colors were awful. Well, <laughs> just yeah, about right. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Aesthetics was awful. Yeah, so some of quite a few of the seventies films I've seen in the past and stuff, yeah, they they weren't quite the best, but there was at least some of them saying, that were pretty good. Yeah, I'm not saying films from the seventies are bad because that's not true. I mean, look, uh, you know, two of the Rocky films were made in the seventies, and I love those, but it's yeah. just what I'm saying is it's hard for me to watch films from the seventies, except those two Rocky movies because they're awesome. Now, I really love what, you know, we already passed it, but in the, in the opening credits, they inserted, you know, Godzilla and what looked like old, uh, you know, U.S. government footage and just spectacularly done. I mean, just how they integrated that and still made it look unbelievable. I mean, even five years later, it's held up magnificently well. Yeah. I mean, it sort of feels like that this film was made maybe about a year or two ago. Yeah. And, you know, I never realized of, like, in the back, back part of the whole uh, scene there, I didn't realize how many people that they had in there. Although it was CGI and everything, but I didn't realize that how many people that have been involved in digging up this entire um, probably uh, something that they don't even know what's underneath, but maybe they think that's an open air um, like uh, oh I, it's, I can't remember the name of it. 
Well, it was a mine, and then it just yeah, broke. an open air yeah. mine, yeah. <laughs> the mine did. You can speak at a normal voice. No. Look at that, Lincoln. These are bones, big bones. They're from an old Godzilla. Yeah. Um, I think Godzilla made them so he took the bones out of his body. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Do you take bones out of your body? No. Okay, that's the thing. But yeah, the way that these uh, bones look, it, it's sort of the way how long it is. It sort of looks like a... Uh, like a bulk, like a large snake or something of the sort, the yeah. way it looks. And then, yeah, you can obviously see some of what could be the, like, form of an egg for the Budos. And one of them was hatched there. You know, one of the complaints this movie gets is um, it's too dark and hard to see it's and i've always been thinking you know it's never really that bad like i've never had issues with it i mean i can see in some scenes yeah it's maybe a little bit darker than usual but it's not so dark that you can't make out what's going on mm -hmm. plus if it's too dark just adjust the settings on your tv it's not that hard <laughs> yeah There's a kid who doesn't pick up his toys. Yeah. You pick up your toys? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Uh, sometimes you do. Yeah, you kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really like the poster of that. Whoever made that was pretty talented at trying to capture that uh, 60s or 70s look of uh, kaiju films. Well, that's even considered an Easter egg of sorts because it foreshadows what will eventually happen on Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, because one of the monsters that is drawn on there is fairly similar to the Mudo, obviously. I told you, bud, Godzilla will eventually show up and you'll get to see a lot of them towards the end of It was kind of interesting because I think in uh, one of the interviews that someone did, like for this, like some of these uh, houses in Japan here that they have, they trying to capture somewhat like a Midwestern type of house in America, even though that a lot of the uh, Japanese houses and stuff don't quite look like that, but it's sort of right. interesting how they go about it. And I knew that, but I thought, well, maybe in some of these parts, like on the outskirts of a large community or maybe in a more rural area, maybe houses didn't, you know, do look somewhat similar to that. I don't know, but it was just always the theory. Yeah. Yeah.
How dare you remind me of my birthday? You know, for some reason, the way that I'm watching as we're watching this film, it, it sort of makes makes it feel like we're watching something that was made in the 80s, even though it was made like uh, right. in the mid uh, 2010s. Just yuck is what. Again, uh, you know, and Bob Eggleton, I remember, mentioned this, uh, you know, back when this movie was out. Even though you don't see a, a whole lot of the monsters until the end of the film, the movie has always been about the monsters and kind of uh, the, the, the chaos that they bring. Yeah. You know, the movie still focuses around much of that. Only a very small fragment of the movie uh, spends any amount of time completely away from the kaiju and what they do. So, yeah. uh, again, I wish this fandom were a little bit more patient well, and, and it's, more appreciative of, of a more artistic view of, of you know. Well, it's also that... Uh, that one basic approach that Edwards was going for for this film because as he mentioned he wanted something like how Jaws did away and I think it works pretty well with this uh, film right he, you know he had quoted Jaws and Alien being sort of the um, the uh, framework or sort of the inspiration as far as how to structure the film and especially how to present the creatures. Even though I dislike Alien, I, I think it's a pretty dull film. But <laughs> and, and also, if you think about it, uh, the 54 film did essentially that sort of thing too. Right. If you think about it. You got to watch, but you'll see what happens. Actually, I'll just go ahead and tell you. The, the, the reactor is breaking down because of a giant monster destroying it. Okay, so looking on a article here. Bo -bo 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 Where is it? Where are you? So, um, an individual timed. Uh, Godzilla's screen time, and this was uh, not filmed or timed his screen time, and this was a thing that this bug guy posted a year ago, so it doesn't include the newest Godzilla film, but uh, out of 31 films, uh, Godzilla 2014 is 22nd at 9 minutes 56 seconds. So... It's sort of, it's sort of yes, it's in kind of in the lower half, but 
there's still more screen time there than in Terra Mecha Godzilla. Godzilla raids again. King Kong versus Godzilla, even more than Gojira. Everybody's precious, precious Gojira, and I'm not saying that I don't find it precious. I do. I, I love Gojira, but everybody holds that up such high standards. It's like, look, Godzilla's in this movie more than he is in Gojira. Um, he, uh, there's more Godzilla in 2014 than there is in Destroy All Monsters, even All Monsters Attack. And three of the final films tend to be relatively decent fan favorites. Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, the 75 version, and Invasion of Astro Monster. Yeah. So. And then, by the way, I pinned that little note that you talked about as far as the Google Hangouts no longer working with YouTube on the page so people can see that. Sounds good. Again, YouTube not disappoint me. <laughs> no, it's not YouTube. It's just Google. Google YouTube slash Google. <laughs> what do you think, Lincoln? <laughs> Nicho Bezo? Yeah, that's what I said. You know, movies are wrong. No, you don't. That's the first time Fifteen years later. The acting in this movie is not as terrible as people claim. Now, is it the best? No. But I think on repeated viewings, Aaron Taylor Johnson's uh, acting for this movie, I think, is better than what most people say it is. I do remember, though, the first time I got out of the theater, I thought it was really wooden and and absent but well for me um, yeah for me is a little bit of that and it's and it seemed a bit dry at times yeah but i don't think that's true upon repeated viewings You know, it would have actually been nice if they would, uh, since they're bringing back the uh, few of the characters from the sequel into Godzilla vs. Kong. I think it would have been actually nice that they would have brought back Aaron Taylor Johnson's character as like some, uh, like his character just to get like his a specialist. Knowing, yeah. Or him knowing that, like, he's been there and in anything else, which I think it would have been interesting. And it would also tie in 
the first film with the elders and just make it like a concrete thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was my phone. It's the phone in the movie. Again? Is it a kilo? <laughs> wah, wah, wah. By the way, I was watching uh, the first two Godzilla anime movies over the last couple of days, and those just kind of like this one just get better with each viewing. And... Um, I, I don't understand. It, those movies are very much like this, where like 95% of what is being talked about or sort of reacted to in the movie has everything to do with Godzilla and the Kaiju, even though you may not see them on screen. And it's just people. How, how do you not find that interesting? Because people are preparing themselves against, you know, the Kaiju and, you know, I, I, I just think fans just. Just because you don't see the monsters on screen doesn't mean that they aren't there in spirit. It just, I don't understand it. I, I watched those two movies. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, I love these even more now than I did the first time. And I already had loved them the first time I watched them. And just, I'm ready to call those masterpieces. Mm-hmm. They're in Japan. Does it mean it just seem almost like every angry Japanese dad sounds the same in every movie? That, but also out of all the Japan-related videos I've watched on YouTube, I don't think I've ever seen any uh, person in Japan there that dress up like an emo person <laughs> so well, yeah far. they're probably uh sort of the um exception just like they are here for the most part maybe there are pockets of of emos like there are here <laughs> like but, emus. but so far i have not seen any yet don't do that to me I really like this segment of the film because it's you, you just can see just how much that event really just messed with him. And yeah. it's sort of like an individual who is obsessed with the conspiracy theory. And, so, and, and also after, just, after that entire incident, probably tell that he's been doing that this whole thing ever since that day. Oh, yeah. Well, and I understand part of it is because he was a supervisor, but on top of that, yes, he lost his wife too. So, I mean, he's got two reasons to really be obsessed about it. But at the same time, you sort of see like he's 
on some level a, a bit unhinged. Yeah. Well, in trying to find out what caused the whole incident over at the nuclear plant, and with with that uh, whole sound thing that he's been studying uh, the echolocation that yeah the echolocation back in 99 there in the past or in the flashback and so he's been sort of trying to study that and trying to figure out what's been causing or what caused uh the nuclear incident so what do you think of the the movie so far lincoln <laughs> you know what would be a weird uh, like subplot to this movie he was just seeing your mom's out there like if there's a weird like zombified version of the, the gal that just came back and like they were trying to like fight her off and or, or like absolutely nothing to do with the movie <laughs> or like she's out there and it's like uh, and uh, four will say, "What are you talking about?" And then he says, "Literally, she's out there." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you hear, "Boom!" Hands smashed on the window, and <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks in through the window very slowly, and then she goes, "Boom!" <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, "Ha ha! Trick or treat! Seriously, trick or treat! Give me all that candy." <laughs> Does my mom do that? No, your mom doesn't do that. It would be fun if she did. Who did that? Knock me over, babe. Oh no, I've been caught. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Ford was a weird, like, first name to give really anybody, whether a real person or a character. To me, a Ford is, like, not just a car brand, but a last name. Yeah. But apparently some people do that. Well, it can't be worse than Apple. Yeah. Or some other names that I can't remember right now because they're weird. <laughs> yeah. Why is someone walking outside very late? Because they can do that. Um. But do guys do guys? walk on their way home when it's really dark outside. Yeah, I've done that before. I did it many times when I was in college. And it was really dark and when the moon was up and you had a flashlight for you. Sure. trying to watch the film, pal.
now you're guilting me right now. Son of a I really do like all this. Like, just great storytelling, great setup, you know, quarantine zone and how they have it all set up. And it just, it's it's marvelously done. I also like how, how they did the whole setup, you know, like for this scene, 15 years and how much everything just went to crap after that incident. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious that you know, all the all the skyscrapers or taller buildings there are more CG, but everything else there in the foreground, that's all actual setting. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. Now that you bring it up, Lincoln, that's a good point, because uh, we see a dog later running away from Godzilla. Why are the dogs running right now? What? Why are four dogs running in the way? I think that was two dogs. <laughs> 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 a couple nice figures, eh? Mothra. What's that guy doing? He's looking for those discs right there. That's the sound like your vacuum has that sound. Mm-hmm. That's the same sound. Yeah. I'm wondering, though, like, after 15 years, though, would things be that much in disarray, though? No. Because, I mean... Well, I wouldn't wouldn't think a house like that wouldn't be that dirty within 15 years. Yeah, because, I mean, look, yeah, the plant did go down, but it's not like it blew up. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say at least maybe some things would be in somewhat disarray, but I wouldn't say it would have been that dirty. Yeah. Something like that probably would take at least maybe 50 or 60 or whatever years. Maybe even 100. I don't know. They're probably afraid these guys are toxic Avengers because they're not wearing masks. <laughs> they're like, they've adapted. I 
Alexander Desplat's score isn't necessarily my favorite for this film, but it's, again, it's certainly a lot better than people say it is. Yeah. I would say listening to it on its own probably doesn't work well, but when you hear it in a film like this, yeah, it definitely works. Yeah. Even then, like, okay. And part of it depends on your own personal preference. I like more rousing marches, themes, and that sort of thing. So, of course, if you're like me, you know, you're going to get a little turned off. However, I'm also one of those people that at least can appreciate more somber music, and that's what most of the score is. And even on that level, it's still wonderfully put together. Mm -hmm. So now we've got... I think a form of an egg. <laughs> Giant toenail. <laughs> or like, it looks like a claw. Yeah. It's like, like the, uh, the, uh, the I peach Honda crab. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot about that crab until I found an audio file I had on my computer like a week or two ago. And I'm like, that's right. I remember keeping this audio clip. <laughs> Well, he's here. You can talk to him. Because he's got a soul where he is, he's got a job. He's not coming here. Won't be for another year or so. Because that's what the program shows, so you know what goofy person you're talking to. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Just like two goofy people on the other side there. Yeah, one's goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? Don't talk like one of them. You're not. Even if you'd like to be. You see, to them, you're just a freak. Like me. See, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. That'd be funny. You intersplice this with that interrogation scene from The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. That would be awesome. We should do that one of these times. <laughs> I've always loved it. Like, just, you know, and I can't really, off the top of my head anyways, think of a Godzilla movie in which you had one person that was aware that something, you know, was out there that really was going to, like Cranston said, you know, send us back to the Stone Age. You never had sort of that um, 
overly excited individual that was just kind of like, look, there's this thing out there and it's going to kill you. Yeah, you had a bunch of people throughout the series basically say, yeah, Godzilla is dangerous and, and all that. But no, nothing to the point of hysteria that I can think of anyways. Uh, could you uh, maybe turn down your audit, uh, your TV just a bit because it's somewhat uh, getting over a lot <laughs> when you talk there. <laughs> and now the good parts are starting to starting to take place here. And I'm hearing stuff in the score that I right here that I think Bear McCleary used for the King of the Monsters. You hear some of the kind of the drums and the oh, oh. Yeah, maybe. But I also like how they try to uh, when they add all that you, like the cable and stuff above it. Yeah. Like you would think it would <laughs> it's gonna hold it down. <laughs> well they don't know exactly what it is they're messing with. It's not a giant toenail, but we were making fun. <laughs> it's a giant egg. Well, you gotta watch. Like, uh, it's nothing. That'd be funny if they looked in there and they realized it was nothing more than the Keebler elves making the elf cookies. And the, like, the Keebler elves are, like, all fried. Or maybe the, uh, the gremlins. Yeah, like when they first announced the monsters that Godzilla was going to face was entirely create, like originally created and everything. I think a lot of people had some mixed feelings of it, but actually seeing I love these Mudos in execution, I think really fit within the entire Godzilla franchise. It not only fits in the franchise, it fits in with the type of story that they want to tell with this incarnation of Godzilla. Yeah. Because the Mudos are like parasites. That is very true. There's a fire, they need to put it out. (laughs) 
we'll see. turn down that <laughs> your audio just a bit more <laughs> gotta make sure that <laughs> we don't get anything <laughs> play for when we put this up on YouTube That's some Ludo, bud. What is he doing right now? He's flying. Yep. Red Bull, it gives you wings. <laughs> yeah, Ludo approves. <laughs> I heard naughty word from you. <laughs> <laughs> I see dead people. <laughs> what do you think already, bud? You like the movie so far? Sounds like a no to me. No, he's saying yeah. You can talk louder. Do you like the movie? Yeah, yeah it's getting darker. Um, why can my fags be outside in the dark? Because they can be. They're not going to blow away. Dark doesn't blow things away. <laughs> That's right. Because helicopters are used for flying. One of the things that I at least take away from the when you compare the first film with the second one, I know some people have said that uh, Watanabe's uh, Sarazawa character in this film seems to be 
sort of flat, whereas in the sequel that they had him more involved with the story in that one, I would say uh, more energized in a way that he had some depth, whereas in this one, he was a bit flat. I thought it was, uh, I, I thought, I thought in both movies, you know, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that all you're going to say? Yeah. Well, I'm seeing here, you know, that guy with all those vintage Godzilla toys at G-Fest? He's having his live auction right now. One of his toys, uh, the Bullmark Mechagodzilla, just went for six grand. Uh, which uh, Mechagodzilla? The Bullmark one. Well, which version of Mechagodzilla? 74. Uh, original. Yeah, I can understand <laughs> maybe going that much. But boy, yeah, I have quite a bit of money saved up for something like that. You know, I'm starting to noticing some of the walls on that uh, shit there kind of reminds me like some of those were shot in a uh, basement tool shop <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of holes in there like like the pegboard. A pegboard, good idea. Also like how that when they showed the clip of the submarine there, it's it was named Nautilus, which was the code code name for the project when it was in uh, principal photography. Like someone has a little too much energy there. Yeah. Maybe I should give him a beer and he'll settle down. 
He likes playing this game that he just calls Godzilla. He's like, you're Mecha Godzilla, and I'm Godzilla, but then he keeps running away, and I'm the one who keeps beating him up. <laughs> I told my son he's a pretty poor excuse for a Godzilla. <laughs> Maybe when he gets older. I've always thought he's probably, at this rate that he's going, he's going to be taller than I am. If that's the case, then I'm in trouble. That's my. That's the uh, background of my computer. There are stars. Oh no! You got brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying. Like I said, bud. If you want to stay here, you gotta be nicer. We're trying to watch the movie. Looks like it says camera, but I'm sure that says something camera. Yeah, it's can't. That's Japanese for camera. But yeah, every so, time I every, every time I see that, I always think of Gamera. But you just need like the two like the two quotes within that first Japanese character. You know what you need to do is um, take like the U.S. poster of Gamera Garden Universe, take out Gamera, and just put in a generic camera. Just put Camera <laughs> Garden of the Universe. That would be pretty funny. Like a one-off thing, or what have you. That phone looks thinner than mine. (laughs) That's an older phone. Then it looks like you've got one of those uh, brick cell phones. Yeah, (laughs) from the 80s. But I'm sure that's a a satellite satellite phone, phone, yeah. thought it was too bad that Gareth decided to step away I just had this feeling that making you know these larger films was just something he didn't want to do I think maybe there's more stress and pressure 
to deliver certain deadlines. And of course, when you have larger scale movies, there's more intricacies involved with setup and all sorts of fun things. I'm sure probably just was not fun. Well, and after uh, he did Rogue One there, he said that he wanted to go back to doing smaller films. Well, my understanding was that when he got signed on to Rogue One, he only, like, really was half the time actively participated. Because I think even by that point in time, he was kind of like, yeah, I kind of made a mistake on signing on this because this is just too much for me. At least that's the rumor I've heard. I don't know if it's been confirmed or not, but... But, yeah, from what I've heard that... Or, and I've watched some uh, YouTube videos, like of some discussions. Like, I think, I think it might have came from Edwards. That, and I'm not sure. And don't quote quote me on this or anything. That it sounded like if he was still part of this, that he wanted the uh, uh, the uh, the series sort of build up to where uh, eventually that Godzilla would be part of the whole monsterverse. That would be great. I have to say, though, that um, I think he's a great director. I mean, I've only seen two of his films. This one in Rogue One. And Rogue One, I think, is a wonderful Star Wars movie. I think the storytelling is great. I would say one of the better uh, Star Wars films. I think so, too. I, I think really uh, the only possible Star Wars movie that might be better than Rogue One uh, maybe Empire, but I think that's debatable. Mm -hmm. I think Rogue One is pretty darn good. Like every time I think of that, uh, Goop, it reminds me of that uh, slime from Ghostbusters 2. I think of that, or um, there was some other movie that had some sort of like goopy, slimy substance. I just forgot about it now. I, but then again, I tend to have brain farts on this podcast. <laughs> like me, I just recently had one. <laughs> I couldn't even figure out the... Uh, <laughs> that uh, whole open mind thing. It's like, I know there's a, there's a word for it, but it's just at the tip of my tongue, but I couldn't figure it out. It was mind. <laughs> Welcome to Daikaiju Network Podcast. I am... Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't are... know who I am. <laughs> and you are... Oh, no. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Now, see, you know, we're approaching the halfway mark of the film. And I have to say, you know, again, like I said, when I first saw this, this seemed tedious. But, you know, Godzilla shows up at about the halfway marker. And the more you watch it and the more you realize how much the film actually, you know, the action's all centered around what happened to that power plant and sort of the events of, you know, this new Muto and, and other things involving the kaiju. It's like it goes by so fast and it doesn't seem like it lags or drags. 
Mm-hmm. I just think, I just think again, it, it, I wish fans sort of were more open-minded about how a film is structured, but also try to appreciate a different style. Now that doesn't mean I'm saying you should like every movie that comes along. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that everything really needs to watch a movie multiple times, anywhere between, uh, I would argue maybe two to four or five times at least. And I would say the more times you watch it. So I would say anywhere between four to five times at least. And really, you know, just pay attention because you always, with every movie, you always pick up on things. I mean, for crying out loud, I've been watching the movie Rocky Four for well over three decades of my life. And I still am over time picking things up from that film. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my most watched film of all time. And I'm still finding things out of it. As simple as that movie is. <laughs> yeah. It's also pretty interesting when Godzilla is arriving at how the ocean recedes there quite a bit. Well, that's a, well, yeah, and that's a fine detail you never saw in any other Godzilla movie. And, you know, from a scientific accuracy standpoint, I mean, that's just that's cool. Just a little detail like that and inserting it in the movie. It's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Although, when he comes, if it receded that much, I'm not even entirely sure if it would actually do that if Kaiju were real. I would at least know when he arrives in like that, yeah, there's going to be a lot of water coming in. But <laughs> as far as receding, but... I'm not sure if that would actually happen. What do you yeah. think that is? But yeah, it is cool nonetheless. Is that Godzilla? <laughs> Gareth Edwards must really like dogs. <laughs> Either that or he hates them because they're always running away from things. <laughs> Well, would you like to walk into that giant wave of water? Look at how big that is. Look at how powerful it is. It's knocking over trees, flipping cars. About as tall as buildings. And then the Meg shows up. Oh, God. You know, I've yet to see that movie. I have not read the book, but my understanding is it's quite different from the book. And I've seen the movie two or three times, and um, it's entertaining. I will admit this. It is at a level of schlock, (laughs) but at the same time, it is so ridiculously entertaining. I'm not sure, pal. (laughs) 
see again the anticipation, just the minimal lighting. You get to see more or less a large portion of his body. I mean, you you have to be excited, and I understand some people are like, "Well, you pulled away and all that." It's just like you need to watch more movies, son. Because <laughs> <laughs> what's being done here ain't new. I mean, it's new for the Godzilla series, but it's not a new overall movie. Um, uh, 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 brain fart, do dead. <laughs> brain fart, do dead. Because <laughs> I can't say I, I'm forgetting words. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing here? I have no idea either. <laughs> We're just watching a movie. <laughs> you gotta watch. Are you pretending to be the Muto? I think you are. <laughs> yeah, at least we're getting to the good stuff. Because, I mean, it's sort of typically the same thing like the whole Godzilla franchise. You get a lot of the human stuff at first, but then you get start getting into the good stuff with the kaiju and the action. Yeah. It's too bad we aren't alive because I think many viewers would find this funny as far as what my son is doing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing this, like, the three times I saw it in theaters, my heart was pounding every time, just because this is one of the greatest entrances I've ever seen for Godzilla. Yeah. I mean, just with the explosions and stuff, you know it's, <laughs> you know it's like a, a real kaiju movie. Oh, you're acting up as both of them. <laughs> what do you think of that? What do you think of that, Lincoln? Right. Good. I just wish they wouldn't have messed with Godzilla's plates for the King of the Monsters. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it to me it lost a little bit of like the original personality, so to speak, of this incarnation of the character. Mm -hmm. But I think it also somewhat fits within somewhat of the philosophy of the character that he's always involving. I know, but at the same time, though, too, it's a major inconsistency. Now, granted, I don't think most people paid, at least your average movie viewer anyway, probably wouldn't be paying that careful of attention. Um, but 
it's sort of a big whoopsie, though, <laughs> well, when you think and about then, it. And then also remember that his dorsal fins weren't the only thing that changed quite a bit. It was also his uh, feet as well. Well, they, the feet change wasn't as big as the dorsal plates. I mean, yes, the, the feet kind of got uh, sprawled out just a bit more. But when you take a look at your NECA Godzilla, boy, that always sounds like NECA Godzilla. But when you yeah. take a look at NECA Godzilla, do you have the 2014 one as well? Yeah. So just compare those two because I got both of mine here. There, it's it's different. You can tell, but it's not as big of a difference as it is with the plates. Mm-hmm. See, like I really like this because it looks more natural. It looks like jagged rocks. Whatever reason, I'm getting a huge MOTU 87 movie vibe with that screen there. Yeah. It's too bad uh, his character wasn't more involved in the sequel. I was hoping to see more of him. Uh, probably just simply because he probably didn't have a whole lot to insert the character in the sequel. It's too bad, though, because he's only in the movie for, like, a couple of scenes, and I think the very last one he was in was the announcing of the Oxygen Destroyer, and I'm like, what a real sort of, like, drop-in-the-bucket, deadpan, um, nonsensical, anti-build-up moment to be involved with. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing you would have at least put him in was when they're at the uh, the Monarch base there, out in the middle of the ocean there. I think he probably would have fit there better, but... Yeah. But I think with his character, I, I believe that they promoted him or something in that film there. I think so. the yucca mountains Mm -hmm. every time I think of that I think of that one uh, bad movie that gets riffed (laughs) I think it was on uh, uh, MST3K's like something of yucca mountain flats or whatever it is I guess I'm not familiar with that it, one. It involves this uh, one big, hefty, bald guy. I think, it, I believe it was made in the 50s or 60s. You're talking about the Amazing Colossal Man, or? No, no. It it has uh, the Yucca Mountain or within the title of it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> let, uh, let me check here. Please stand by. <laughs> a Tarzan game. I just noticed that there's a Tarzan, like, what, roulette game or whatever there? Boy, that, that actually looks familiar. Because I believe that's uh, uh, Caesar's Palace there, if I remember. Uh, 
And then, what they're in, if I remember, that's uh, Treasure Island Resort. And see, there's uh, Caesars. Yeah, so there's Treasure Island. Let's see here. Yeah, the Beast of Yucca Flats. Nineteen sixty one B movie horror film. Written and directed by Coleman Ferret Francis. Here you go, take a look at this. Released on television as Atomic Monster, the Beast of Yucca Flats. Yeah, Tor Johnson. That's that's the dude. These books are falling, Daddy. Why are you making them fall? What you did. Look what you did. G.I. Joe. I think this is the same guy. Yeah. yeah this is the same guy who was in uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space, and he was a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, Tor Johnson has the beast. Poor guy involved in so many bad films. Yeah. Boy, I can really hear your fan <laughs> there in the background. Oh, you can? Oh, yeah. Can you go turn off the fan there, bud? Actually, I'll turn it off. Because you've never messed with it before, you probably would make it higher. <laughs> like you. I'll be going to San Francisco in less than a week. Maybe I need to visit the uh, Ground Zero. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the entire town. <laughs> yep. I can still hear the audio pretty clearly from the film itself. Did you even put in your microphone there? <laughs> yeah, my microphone's in. Mm. Oh, crap. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did. I had yeah, to because it's like it here. sounds it sounds like there's now like there's a whole lot of background because I don't even remember your microphone sounding that bad. <laughs> there. Whoop. 
Is it any better? Oh yeah, much better now. It's so weird because I had to um, print something off earlier, and I had to use the USB cable, so I had to remove the microphone to uh, attach my printer. And I told myself, okay, you better un- you better detach the printer so you can plug in the microphone while well, I detach the printer, but I never <laughs> reattached the microphone. Yeah, because because like I don't remember your microphone having that much background noise. <laughs> Here, let me turn the fan back on, see if you can hear it. Yeah, I can still hear it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Maybe if you turn it on low or something there? It is on low. Oh, really? I don't keep going. Because of your fuzzy face. <laughs> Did you order the large or the small pizza? Oh, for you. Now it sounds like it amplifies the microphones amplifying the audio. <laughs> I can turn the volume down on the microphone just a bit. What about now? I think it's a little bit better. Yeah, because I know I don't want to get us any sort of copyright stuff on this. Everybody knows you. They hear Jason Ness and they're like, oh, that troublemaker. I just want to know I love you and please do not cancel the pizza. (laughs) Great acting. Great acting. I will say that I will say now, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson's acting here in the movie is actually pretty darn good. I will say yes. His initial entrance into the film was, you know, a little wooden. But as the movie goes on, it's gotten a lot better. And Elizabeth Olsen does a heck of a job, too. It's too bad she's not involved in more movies. Yeah. Well, the only thing that she's involved in right now is at MCU. And that's career suicide. No.
And I think it's a first uh, for the Godzilla franchise, isn't it? Where um, you have, I mean, with the exception of Godzilla Minya, of course, but you have two of the same kaiju, basically, you know, two mates. Uh, I'm not saying Godzilla Minya are mates. I'm not saying that, but um, I just want to clarify because I think some people will misinterpret what I'm saying. But, um, like, I don't think there have been like double of the same type of kaiju in a Godzilla movie um, that were like villains or, or, or even protagonists in the Godzilla franchise. Yeah. By the way, can you turn your <laughs> TV audio down, down a little bit? <laughs> well, quit eavesdropping. Well, I'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to prevent us getting any sort of thing here i want to have a little bit of audio yeah but i don't want to have it too much but also with you trying to talk it somewhat uh interferes in a way there i'm turning on subtitles here <laughs> i'm watching subtitles for an american film <laughs> Yeah, you you would think a monster would fit within that tunnel. <laughs> well, I don't think he's looking for it to fit. I think he's thinking uh, when he goes around the bend, he's going to see the rest of the, the tracks in the side of that mountain taken out. You like monsters? You like playing monster? He's definitely my kid. Even though I do call him Jason every once in a while. Yeah, old man. And I call you Lincoln sometimes. <laughs> Oh no, my nudie bags. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Like you're on a mission, you like decided that some of your essentials had to be a couple of hustlers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Think you're a monster there, Link? Monster with his blankie. It's also pretty interesting that <laughs> the Buddha is just hiding right right there on the mountain. That's what's so great, did. though, is yeah. they're, they're hiding right out in the open. Well, and also just hiding right above that tunnel there, not even disturbing it. Ooh. 
I still remember this scene, seeing it uh, all three times in the theater, and just how the bass of the um, surround sound, how it kind of made the the theater rumble a little bit. Well, and also it, the uh, like the openness of the whole theater room, just with this entire scene, just makes it. It just made it unique. Yeah, I mean, I remember this. Like, even with the 98 Godzilla film, the one scene that I always remember clearly is that scene where they uh, are in Central Park. They have one giant, like, fish uh, bait trap, and Godzilla comes in, and then he gets down on all fours, and he crawls up, and then he kind of has this bellowing kind of uh, groan. And then he looks off to the side and he notices that it's a trap and he starts running off. Yeah. Like that part I remember distinctly when we went and saw that in theaters, how similar to this, like the sound shook the theater a little bit during that groaning moment. Mm -hmm. I just, I remember that 21 years later and I remember that like it happened a week ago. Yeah. What are they running? The train's on fire. It's coming after him. Why is the train on fire? The Mudo set it on fire. Can you imagine, like, an engine, like, landing that close to you? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> that would be pretty damn scary, obviously. <laughs> I would be like, I got lucky there. <laughs> yeah. You like eating nuclear material? <laughs> Getting the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can't fight this feeling anymore. <sighs> There's another dog. I just, I just well, am realizing. More, more of a coyote. <laughs> I, I understand that, but it's still a member of the dog family. Why did that guy turn into a rock? He didn't turn into a rock. He's got mud <laughs> all over him. Because you saw those tanks and the fact you had to jump in the water and there was a giant monster making a mess of everything. I always get a predator vibe in this moment. Yeah, it's better. mainly because of his uh, face just covered in mud. It's like yeah. Arnold's character. That was a coyote. Because they just live out in the wild. <laughs> just like little boys who act like monsters. 
That'd be funny if it just (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, makes like a make like a, a spoof. Yeah. So, Gareth, why San Francisco? Is it because there was a long-lost uh, American Godzilla film project that was supposed to be taking place in San Francisco? Is it uh, an homage to that? No, I just really hate the city, and I was wanting to see it uh, destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, that was fake. He never said that. <laughs> I had many bad memories of that place. <laughs> The city was so beautiful, I had to destroy it. (laughs) I never want anybody to love the city except for me. (laughs) And the monsters. It's like they're giant sandbox. Like, I'm having major brain farts right now. <laughs> Why are there five of you? <laughs> like, oh boy, that ain't good. <laughs> You're in bad shape. No, there's just too many of you. Give me some space. <laughs> You're invading my bubble. <laughs> and by the way, give me some weed since we're in California. <laughs> No, come on, let's get you into the medic tent and get you to... Hey, hey, do all of you need to be touching me at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't only two of you be around? Sir, there's only one of me. No, I can count. That's not what I would be saying. Does it rain sometimes? This section here kind of reminds me a little bit of bits and parts of the '98 film. You know, I was rain. just uh, actually thinking about that because it's well, and also they tend to bring in the rain quite a bit so far. For this film and the sequel too. Uh-huh. Well, it also seems that way with, you know, all the three uh, Americanized Godzilla films here. Yeah. Which I'm not even entirely sure why they always bring in the rain. I mean, it doesn't have to rain all the time. Missile Nami, what the hell is that? 
this is also it's so subtle and it's a, kind of a small little thing but it's also one of my favorite moments of this film and really kind of of the Godzilla franchise as well this creature who really shouldn't care but does take notice is like you know what I'm not going to go out of my way to smash you because that's just not who I am hmm. but also this part it, like the it's still reminiscent of the '98 film. Yeah, I love these shots here. This movie does not get enough credit for awesome shots. You're getting shots here from the human perspective that you have never gotten in any other Godzilla film up until this point. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't want him around. Why? He's big. Endangering their uh, cities. He's a, he's acting out the uh, <laughs> acting out the action here. I just love these shots. Yeah. so far no need to yell I can hear you mm. sir they necessary <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny if they did a different camera angle and they looked at the other guy and the guy just kind of goes that wasn't necessary <laughs> You always gotta talk loud right in front of my face. You know I'm just a foot away from you. <laughs> I'm right here, bro. I'm right here. <laughs> Music here is beautiful too. New folk festival. I saw that too, and I just—that's the first time I've ever noticed that. Because the Mudo sent an EMP blast that rendered all the ships and jets uh, useless. I still remember distinctly, and I always thought it was one of the dumbest things, but I never said it at the time. A lot of people were like, that's Rodan. Yeah, I, re I remember that. Easter egg, and I go, no, it's not. <laughs> Well, and that I think that was around the time when they didn't really actually reveal the Mudos. I think well, no, but it it. Go ahead. They didn't reveal it, but there was already information out saying the monsters that were in here. But a lot of people still just thought, no, there's something they're not telling us. 
This fooled me the first time I saw it because I thought this was Godzilla coming through, and I'm like, oh no, it's the giant female. Mm. There are two of them. Yeah. What are they both doing? One's a mom and one's a dad. Why is it eating off that one? That's, uh, that's its food. about animals. <laughs> Look, sir, can you see I'm very busy right now. I, I don't have time to talk to you. You're Look, not sir, unless you're holding a bucket of KFC, I ain't got time for you. <laughs> Got no time for that. You remember jumping from that bowl? <laughs> Is it going to be that visible? <laughs> Like, how big is this dome going to actually be? <laughs> is this Fight Club where the first rule of Fight Clubs is not talk about Fight Club? <laughs> EOD, end of day. Yeah, I forget what it was called. Uh, explosive. I keep. And I know they've said it once or twice in this movie, but I've already missed it. I read the novelization, but of course that was like five years ago now. It would at least have to be explosive. Yeah. Maybe like explosive operation directive. <laughs> Eating our dinner. <laughs> hey, we're EOD. You deal with explosives? No, we're eating our dinner. <laughs> the famous scene of the entire film. <laughs> let them fight it's like even if you try to not get them to fight I, 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 I think they're going to fight anyway <laughs> okay can you move off to the side a little bit pal because I can't really see another fantastic scene 
<laughs> this particular scene, I don't know if you remember, it changed from what was in the trailer. Because, like, right here in the uh, trailer, it was just Godzilla roaring as the doors yeah. were closed. Yeah. It probably had at least a couple things. Um, why was Godzilla trying to eat off shot. that monster's head? He was trying to bite it. Why? Because the Moodles are a bad monster. Good. <clears throat> <clears throat> now what happened? You're getting ready to go down in the middle of the city. Doing a sky jump. <laughs> also another famous scene. Yeah. It was in a, at least one, if not a couple of trailers starting out. I know it's been showcasing the trailer quite a bit. The music here is hauntingly beautiful. Yeah. It's almost like ghosts or demons crying out or something. Mm -hmm. Where are they going? I told you they're going in the middle of the city. Well, it's like with the music that they've chosen for this, it's like they're diving into the unknown. Yeah. I see. The Battle of the Gods. I like this shot, too. There's just so many wonderful shots in this film. Again, this movie just... It doesn't get the attention it deserves. And this is cool again right here. Mm -hmm. To see him fight a little bit. And that close up there. And then, splat! <laughs> you know, for a w when I first saw this movie, I actually thought I was like, is he going to open his shooter? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's a little low to the ground. Yeah, because you would think you would have your shoot open like fairly high up. I can see you. One eye there, someone. <laughs> I don't see anymore. I also like how they just quickly find one another. <laughs> Well, they were talking before they even went up in the air where they were talking about how they were going to do it. So they m met each other as they landed.
<clears throat> I hear my cats fighting outside. Yeah. Well, you hear your cats fighting outside. Well, they are. You don't hear them throwing each other down? Hey, bud, I would like to see the TV a little bit, please. What happened to the... This is great, too. This whole movie is great. I don't care what you say. I mean... It with the movie, it just has a lot of great moments in it. Just well, just great cinematography. Yeah. you're having fun but I would like to see though too cheese is down there. Get your bagels and your butter knives ready. <laughs> butter side up. As we open this, say surprise! Oh, there's no one here. Shoot if you must with your wee tiny shooter, but I also have my hand on the trigger. The jigger rock snatching. We'll bring them right back just as fast as we catch them. We'll take no more nonsense and we'll take no more guff from you yooks who eat bread with the butter side up. Boy, that was totally random. <laughs> You know, just after seeing those baby mudos, they just, they just looked like spiders. Yeah, I also got a, a small bit of a xenomorph vibe going, too. Stomping on it. Why stomping? He's trying to kill him. I would have thought that would have crushed it. Yeah. What's it doing to Godzilla? Dragging it away.
I don't know why, but this happens to me quite a bit in some of these monster-slash-animal-type films. Uh, they kind of sometimes will remind me of my cats, and Godzilla reminds me of Remington. <laughs> um, are the kitty cats still fighting in the outside? I don't think so. It looks, that always reminded me of like an octopus tentacle. Yeah, it sort of does. But you know, with them carrying that... Uh, that Warhead? Yeah, the warhead device. <laughs> and the way how big that was, I'm not even sure even if all of them would be able to carry it. We always have brain farts. We're always forgetting words. <laughs> Well, it's just the weekend and everything, you know? You know how that goes. Detective, it did no go, and then you tell me do things I don't run. <laughs> that's not water, that's gasoline. What's the gasoline doing? I I'm thought it was a water like pipe, but sewage. Yeah. <laughs> gonna set the whole place on fire. Ow, my butt's on fire. <laughs> what did Uncle Jason say? <laughs> did you hear that? Oh, yeah. I say strange stuff. <laughs> My plan's ruined. <laughs> Just a little noise like that would <laughs> get its attention. Another great moment. Why do you think he's shooting fire at him? Yeah, I think that was one of the other great, uh, I would say at least good improvement to Godzilla for the sequel is that I always felt the his atomic ray 
there in this film was a little bit weak. Well, I disagree with you. And you're a traitor. No. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you need a blankie. Have it. Yep. This coming up here is really a neato skeeto too. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like, you guys like the hell with you. I'm tired. Ready, kabam. <laughs> like I'm tired of this. That smack, like the impact of the tail hitting the mudo, then hitting the build, you knew that was intense. Yeah. Or like a fatal shot. <laughs> He killed it. Why is the other one not killed? Because it's not in that area yet. I got to the seat. The building's fallen on him. Pretty intense moment. Great score again, complimenting the, the scene. Yeah. Like I said earlier, this film has quite a bit of great moments. I think this one here is pretty good. This too is neat too. Yeah. You know, I've I've thought about this before. I wondered like if this thing was in production like around the time 9-11 took place. Yeah. I almost wonder if this thing would have been like uh, like put on the shelf for quite a while. <laughs> and I don't mean that to be funny. Yeah. I am saying that you take a look at how some of these buildings are falling. You like see all the dust and the ash rolling around. I'm like, I bet that's kind of similar to what it was like. Yeah. I know with, with these kaiju movies and everything, especially Godzilla, that it invokes some of those certain events that actually happen. Like mm -hmm. with uh, Shin Godzilla, it sort of invoked of what happened to the Fukushima plant. Like it invigorated that. And then, of course, the, uh, the atomic bombing that pretty much ended World War II for 54 Godzilla film. I wonder if Go Whales Tour is an actual thing there. Let me see. If it is, I'm going to make sure. 
If it is, I'm gonna take a picture. Take a picture of it and be like, look, it's real. It'd be funny if uh, Forrest says, yippee kaye, mother effer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then shoots the uh, the warhead and. <laughs> Not a great moment. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you can pretty much say that's the climax of the film right there. Oh, yeah. San Francisco Whale Tours. Yeah, just the cinematography on this movie, like you said, it's just really amazing. Probably one of the best in the entire franchise. And the music here, too. Piano. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a really underappreciated film. This is God speaking. (laughs) I can fly. What do you think of that, Lincoln? Who's Corsia? What happened to him? He's resting. And like you were talking about the 
like the 9-11 thing. This also is, yeah. when they're in the stadium there, that also sort of reminds me of the whole Katrina thing. It's just happy to see it's daddy. think be funny if like the kid runs towards her and she just pushes him out of the way <laughs> you know I was thinking something a little bit similar, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Push, pushes him out of the way and then goes to... The and then she's like... And then she goes, runs to a table like full of like food for people. and <laughs> Like a buffet. <laughs> We're bad. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lincoln's last Godzilla imitation for the night. I like the, the score to this final part here. Very triumphant. Yeah. <laughs> I like how the movie just ends right here. I do too. I'm like, this is perfect. Right it's at like, water level. It's like you just don't even need to do any further than that all right so Lincoln what did you think of that it was good it was good yeah I, I agree so Jason I think it's no secret what do you think <laughs> like I said it's really good and also a fairly under appreciated film um, yeah, I mean, I a lot of I great, totally. a lot of great moments. I mean, it's even though it's still focused mainly focused on the human characters, but you still have Godzilla and the Mudos still right there involved within everything when they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, this is a movie I could watch probably like another couple of times and not get tired of it it's just 
it's so well put together and um just you got a bunch of shots that you have never seen in a Godzilla movie up until this point and um also just it's just some photography yeah i mean it's just it's good it's really good mm-hmm. it's really good i highly encourage uh fans to continue uh watching this because it's it is uh really an amazing film Mm -hmm. so i think with that i think we're ready to head out aren't we by the way did you want to i know you mentioned in the messenger a few or so days ago that you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh the shin ultraman i figure we could talk about that here in a couple weeks when we get back to Doing a regular podcast. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. I'm ready for bedtime. All right. <laughs> so with that, um, so when when will we be doing uh, the next, next episode? Our next episode is August 17th, and we will be covering Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Awesome. Yeah, and then, um, and then I think – what was it around beginning of September? Because if so, for the episode after that, I will be actually out of town. I will be too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so about we can, a few or so weeks after that. We could do, if we can talk about it, we don't have to make a decision now, but we could either do a commentary on the 24th um, or just move stuff another week so. after that. On the weekend of the 24th there, the parents will be in town. All right. Well, then I guess we're moving things. Yeah. All right. So, well, with with that, that, thank you so much for listening. Please uh, subscribe to us. Yes. And uh, have a healthy session with Kaiju. Yep. Make sure to subscribe to us on our uh, iTunes, social, like, YouTube, so other social media and everything else. So uh, we'll see you guys on the 17th, even though it probably won't still be live then, maybe. But uh, we'll, we'll figure things out. <laughs> so, Hopefully. Yes. All right. Take care, everyone. <laughs>